So I'm here with um, Stacy Fingstein. I usually pronounce that wrong. Is Fingston. that good? Fingston. Fingston. It's, it's hard. Someday I'm going to really <laughs> get it. Um, who is a very interesting woman. She came to New Orleans, and she's been kicking behind ever since she's been here um, with a focus on the architecture of both our city and elsewhere. And um, is this your third year? Third year. Of the so for her third year, she is doing a really this is a fabulous fabulous film festival that addresses architecture in in many different ways and um i i, I know this is probably not the first thing you ever thought of doing going to an architecture film festival but i highly recommend it i've been to so many of them and um you just learn so much about different ways you can live and so it's kind of like you probably have picked up a design magazine and it in film, in motion, and to see all the aspects of the building and listen to what architects have to say about it is a whole different ballgame. So I give you Stacy, who's going to tell you about this year's festival, where it is, and um, the program. Hi, Jean. Thanks for having me on today. This is our third year of our Architecture and Design Film Festival in New Orleans. And uh, we open up on Thursday evening, uh, 6 to 10, at the CAC, the Contemporary Arts Center. At 6 to 8 is the opening party, and then the opening film this year, we're going to have one on Bjarke Angles. Uh, Bjarke Angles is um, pretty much a star architect or a rising architect uh, in the field, very young, early 40s, and to reach the claim he has, in the field uh, is pretty rare, mostly you know, in the 60s when an architect uh, reaches uh, the high recognition that he has earned in his career. He's doing some interesting buildings in New York City right now. Uh, he has one of the buildings in the complex of the World Trade Center. And what the film depicts is what he goes through as a young architect to try to keep that uh, status as, as you know, the, the one of the best in the field. And it shows the stress that they're under and, you know, and, and how much work it takes to build these extremely large projects in a small footprint like New York City. And does he talk about uh, kind of the challenges of, of learning how to be and, and then evolving as an architect? Well, I think uh, what he brings is um, he's Dutch and he brings that Dutch perspective, I think, to building. And which means, what? which means, you know, um, we, with our issues here with water in, in New Orleans, you know, all of his buildings have grass rooftops. Uh, all of the everything he builds has kind of a terrain on top that is is soaking in uh, the water. Um, I think that's just the way they're raised over there and uh, learn, you know, are so closely uh, with their environment and and how they build. And so uh, everything has a green rooftop that he builds. And so he brings that perspective in, in his work uh, to New York City, and which I think is really interesting, uh, the contrast. Uh, the, Where are the buildings going up? Uh, well, one that's depicted in there is a recent uh, large high-rise apartment uh, building, and then uh, the other is a, also a large high-rise that is a, a part of the World Trade Center complex. And so it kind of goes uh, through those Talk projects. Talk about pressure. Right. Oh, yes, I know. He is He is right there. Now has he figured out how to keep a jet airplane from crashing oof, into it? I don't no, know. Well, no, that's okay. a bad joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so that, uh, that is going to be a great kickoff. And uh, as I was telling Jean, what I like is uh, we really try to bring a um, 
a wide range of films that touch on all the different topics related to architecture. We've got uh, architects like him and as well as Rem Koolhaas, who is one of the really modern ar architects who also happens to be um, Dutch. And I guess we got a lot of, you know, uh, famous Dutch architects right now building. But these are, you know, what they coin a star architect who is, um, you know, known just by the name Rem. And uh, so it, it's very modernist type of, of architecture, um, like a, a building it in a whole different, you know, computer designed. Uh, really, these, you know, could not be completed without the computer these buildings are Talk doing. Talk just a little bit for a minute about modernist design, because here we are in a city that treasures our 19th and 18th century architecture. And I sit on the Historic District's Landmark Commission, and I had to defend a couple modernist buildings recently, and there were just people who... They don't get it at all, and uh, I understand it because it's very different from what we're used to, our Victorian and and uh, Grecian and and plantation-like uh, houses, and 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 the modernist is kind of your basic blocky. Right, uh, very sparse and uh, no detail, no design, uh, very machine-like aesthetic. Uh, gone away are all the ornate details that we know and love, and and it can be to some a little jarring when you're used to the shotgun house in your neighborhood when something maybe new comes in. But um, I encourage you to, um, you know, be open-minded uh, and and try to understand what the architect is trying to do uh, with that new building and what I like. You know, they're trying to make their own statement. Of, of architecture and uh, you know what they're building now you know is also trying to be more energy efficient you know more uh, green urbanistic with uh, the rooftop gardens and things like that and uh, address more of the climate issues that we have you know it's, it's a new way of thinking and new approach um, I don't think any every new thing built is is good design but you can definitely distinguish when something is really well designed in the modern style. You de it definitely stands out. Um, and there's a lot of variety. Lot there's of a lot variety. of variety. I mean, you got to take everything from the swooping curves of Frank Gehry's work right. to, um, you know, the really super traditional cubist um, modernist architecture. And I grew up with that in New York. And, um, I mean, I... I, I'm, I'm on both sides of that fence. I, I like Me them both. too. And I think it makes our streetscapes more interesting, but it has to be done well, and it has to still try to fit in into the, the local landscape and, and to the street. Um, I, I don't care for the ones that come in and maybe too jarring and maybe built much higher than, you know, the zoning, you know, allows for. I think uh, the old and new can definitely work together really well and enhance each other. Which is why, actually, when they wrote the Historic District Landmark um, standards nationally, they allowed for new architectures. They said they didn't necessarily want you to just come in and, you know, copy the old. They did allow for there to be new creative forms. And I would rather have new creative forms than, um, you know, a false sense of history where they're coming in and building the same style that was 1880s. And then I um, worry that people will mistake that for authentic historic and really it's it's 1985. And so that worries me. I'd rather have a completely new modern concept. Uh, than, you know, trying to be a faux, you know, 1880s building or house. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what else is in the program? What else? Uh, we have a beautiful film uh, 
that features landscape architect Piet Oldorf. Uh, he's Netherlands, uh, but he's done some really phenomenal work here in the States, uh, one being the High Line in New York City, as well as he did the beautiful Lurie Gardens uh, that surround the Art Institute of Chicago. And he was on the forefront early on as a pioneer in making our landscapes um, harken back to more natural approach and less jarring of, of the local ecosystem and the environment. And again, because he is Dutch or, or you know, comes uh, from there, you know, it's the understanding of the plantings and the ones that absorb more water or the ones that work best in, in the, you know, its typical environment. And I know, you know, um, he's had a, a profound effect on even some of our local uh, landscape architects. And we're gonna have a panel uh, after that film. And that film is called Five Seasons. And uh, five seasons. Five the seasons. Five seasons. What's the seasons? fifth season? Oh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, that that's good. You know, that's a good tweener. question. Yes. Uh, you know, and I even seen the film a few times. Um, and uh, that's going to be uh, five seasons of Gardens of Piet Oldorf, and that's going to be at 7:15 on Saturday, and that's going to be at 4:45 on Sunday. The 4:45 film at the Broad. That is going to be where we have the panel. Um, we also have a, a fun one that uh, touches on urban planning. Uh, again, under the umbrella of architecture, I like to bring uh, films that touch on all different topics. I really, we put this uh, film festival together for the general public. Um, you know, people have asked me, do you have to be an architect to, to come? And, you know, it, it's for everybody. And I, I decided to do this film festival because I want architecture to be accessible. And for, you know, $11 ticket or a $9 if you're a student or a senior, you can come and see what's going on in the entire world of, of architecture without leaving your movie seat. And, and that's I, what I like. And I think it's important what, uh, what you're hinting at, and I want you to be a little bit more explicit about it, that ar architecture is not just about designing a building. It is about the uses of a building, the program that the people are going to inhabit it, are looking to achieve, how the public is going to use it. But it's also about the streets. Right. It's about the green space around it. It's about so much else. Tell me a little bit more about the urban planning and landscape and interior side of architecture. Right, and we also do have some uh, films that, that touch on interior design. Uh, and what I like is that, you know, you don't think of, you know, landscape design as even really a career in some ways. You don't realize how much effect it has on you. Like a walk in city park, you don't realize the planning that goes in on where they're planting, which which flowers or which bushes or which trees. And that's what I like about this film. It really shows you how he gets out his color pencils and, you know, they're planning on what is going to go different ways. And, and I think that's good because it becomes who we are, but we don't realize the thought involved, the design in it. But, but everyone has a hand in it, um, you know, such like a building and how you go through that building or how you're, you're you know, entering that building that is sought by an architect, you know, where's the best way to enter that, where's the light hitting, you know, all those different things, where's the skylight going to be to have the most, you know, profound effect on an art gallery, you know, all those things are, you know, are planned out, but people don't realize it, you know, because Ch it's so cohesive, you know. Chad pointed out to me um, in the uh, um, design section of the, of the uh, New York Times today, um, and I, I think he was... Gosh, I'm not going to remember which um, poet, but one of the poets put a little shack on a rotating um, platform so that it could rotate with the sun, and it could always have the sun <coughs> where he would want it, right on his 
papers that he was writing on. Uh, I, that's a perfect that's brilliant. Use, yeah, it's brilliant. Really. But yes, it, was, it wasn't an architect. That's another thing. I think a lot of people really do have instincts about architecture and land use and and urban planning and and we think about these things we all I I I think the average person who lives in a city knows a lot more than they're giving credit for I as agree. far as how to live in their neighborhood in their city right and I think um, you know I I don't know a Norlinian that is isn't interested in architecture you know people have told me like this is such a niche you know market you're trying to hit and I said they're living in New Orleans, you know, one of the most architectural significant cities in the world. Of course they're interested in architecture. It's, it's what we are here. So, um, but this festival kicks off Thursday, and then it'll be Friday night, all day Saturday and Sunday at the Broad Theater. You can go to the Broad Theater website, broadtheater.com. You can go to adfilmfestival.com, and you can look up the films. You can plan out your schedule. Uh, some, another highlight is uh, we're bringing in an author of a great book written by uh, about Louis Kahn. I, I call him Louis Kahn, uh, one of our premier, I think, architects of the 20th century. And I, what I think he's best known for is taking a material like concrete and really making it a design element. Uh, some of the examples are the Salk Institute in California, which I have not been out and seen. I don't know if you've seen it. Kimball Art Museum. Um, Houston? Where's the Kimmel Art Museum? Uh, uh, Dallas. Dallas. Fort, okay. Like Fort, Fort Worth. Worth. Fort Worth, exactly. Okay. Um, and, and the film also gives a personal side. You know, he had a pull up by the bootstraps kind of story. He grew up in a very poor family, uh, was working full time at, at the young age, I think even 14, you know, put himself through school. It's a really great story that he had, but also he ended up being one of the, you know, premier architects of the 20th century. Yeah, I think, you know something, this is one of my frustrations about New Orleans, where, again, we are such a city involved with architecture, but we're not encouraging our students, our young people, to go into architecture. And I'm concerned that so many come out, and maybe they'll be builders or contractors, or there might even be people who, um, you know, work in yard, yard people, when they if they were sort of encouraged more in high school, that might have been architects, landscape architects, interior designers, and um, so on. So this is something that I think that uh, if a young person has an instinct, if they came and saw one of these films, they would really it's be inspired, inspired yes. to pursue this craft. And we have great, we have Tulane School of Architecture, we have LSU School of Landscape Architecture and Architecture. I mean, we have. And Louisiana Tech up in uh, Ruston, Louisiana, is doing some really phenomenal work. And actually, we are going to showcase one of their short films on uh, something that they do. Their uh, students every summer do something called Med Camps. And they're designing um, special summer camps for disabled uh, children. And so it goes uh, through their process of how they're trying to create a really fun summer camp for kids that aren't, you know, uh, able to, you know, be as mobile as, as some. And uh, and I think that's a great little film. And that's Pisces. And that's going to be shown. Let me look at my schedule here. That is going to be shown with Made in Lima. Uh, that's a film about the Congo and um, Moss Design Group. I believe they're in New York City and the work they've been doing in the Congo community there. I've actually heard of Moss Design Group. But They're really hot right now, and uh, mm -hmm. that's going to be on Friday night at 7.15, uh, Made in Lima and also Pisces, uh, the film. Are any of the films dealing particularly with African-American architects? You know what? Unfortunately, not this year. Uh, we do try to bring in a, a diverse uh, group. I think our 
first year we brought in uh, David Ajay, who did uh, our Rusty Rainbow Bridge here in New Orleans. We did a film on he him. Did, isn't he, someone who did the African American Museum, Museum yes, in Washington? Yes, I haven't been there yet, but the pictures either. are so fantastic. I know. I'm, I'm, you know, wanting to go there uh, very badly. But yes, we had a film on him um, in uh, our first year. Uh, you know, it's it's really hard. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, there are not a lot of minority architects, and we need to change that. This is what I'm we, saying. We need this to change that. This is a terrible, that. terrible uh, thing. You know, one thing we do every year that I started was to do a women's power hour and uh, in women's power hour we do a um, a happy hour at the Broad Theater Bar but that's usually followed by a set of films that focus only on women because this still is very much a man's field and so I want to make sure that we are highlighting the work women are doing in architecture and design and that women's happy hour is going to be at three o'clock on Friday so leave work early and come have a drink uh, we have a sponsor uh, Dirt Environmental, they do some really great... And you know what? They have actually great cocktails at the Broad Theater. Who would have thought? And they have Nathan's Hot Dogs. At least they claim them to be Nathan's Hot Dogs. I'm yeah, not, I haven't tried those yet, but I do I'm like a Pimp's positive. Cup that, that the, the Broad Pimp's Theater Cup is, is great. excellent. Uh, right, it's a no, great little bar, so come is. join us. You'll get a welcome drink. Um, it's a free event, and then afterwards we do a power hour of three short films um, focusing on women and the work they've done in uh, architecture and design. And then we have a panel of uh, women architects and designers that will be speaking after. Uh, even though we are showing films from all over the world, we like to bring in the local voice and to showcase uh, some of our best in the field here and throughout the state. So. So is there any kind of um, a scholarship for young people, or you just have a, a lower price for We have a lower price uh, for, for students. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyone can volunteer, any student can volunteer and earn a free uh, film ticket. Let's so, hear about that. Well, uh, you come and volunteer at the theater, and that's, you know, maybe just taking tickets or, you know, um, you know, introdu you know introducing yourself or, or also being an usher, and uh, you earn one free film ticket. So a student can join us and, and volunteer. And we encourage that. Uh, you can contact us uh, through the website at louisianaarchitecture.org. louisianaarchitecture.org. Or on our Facebook site, again, Louisiana Architecture Foundation. Or you can call us at 504-566. That, oh, oh, that, oh, that, I, what is our phone number? <laughs> uh, my gosh, let me think. 0560, I think. My gosh, I don't even know our own uh, our own phone number. You know, everyone emails me. Isn't that crazy? Everyone emails me. I'll give you my email address. It is info, I-N-F-O dot L-A foundation at gmail.com. Um, again, you can you can Facebook message us. You can Twitter us. You can, you know, Instagram us. And so we're, we're coming to the end of our time, but I, I just want you to take a minute and tell people what your organization is all about. The Louisiana Architecture Foundation focuses on the general public and educating and promoting and inspiring people on Louisiana's uh, architecture statewide. We work. Uh, we do many events throughout the state. I'm very busy. Um, besides the major event we're doing here in New Orleans, uh, we're starting to do some really fun uh, mid-century modern tours and highlighting these smaller towns that have a wealth of mid-century modern. We just did a great one in Hammond, Louisiana. This was past April. We'll be doing another one in uh, 2019 in April. We're also going to be doing a mid-century modern uh, in June in New Iberia. All of this you can find on our website. And, you know, I, I want to encourage you to think about this, Stacy, for the future. 
<clears throat> Louisiana has an incredible volume of fabulous Art Deco architecture that was done during the WPA era because um, we've always had politicians from our state, as we do now, that know how to um, make things happen in Washington one way or another. And um, there's a whole book of Art Deco buildings built in Louisiana that um, you want no, to check we out. Sh- we should do it, an know, Art Deco uh, tour. Yeah, you should, really. Because I'm writing it down right now. Start a charity, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. in which my is, spare time. Yeah, which is coming back. Um, okay, well, um, I, I'm thrilled about this. I, I'm telling you, people, let's uh, do the website again because in order to get the whole program and see the choices, you have to look there. But you know, honestly, I know Stacy's choices. I've seen them before. You can go to any one of these films, and they are so enjoyable. They're not dry. They're not. Educational. They all have some personality. They're not boring. They all have and a lot of life. And they're beautiful. Uh, you know, I, I always say for a price of a movie ticket, we're going to take you throughout the world. You don't have to even leave your movie seat. You can come in and cool off with us in, in a hot August day. Uh, ADfilmfest.com is the website that stands for Architecture Design Filmfest.com. Or you can go to the Broad Theater website. And uh, at the Broad Theater, you can buy your ticket, and all the films are listed and uh, give a synopsis. Thank you so much. Thank for you. Us. Thank for you for doing me. this festival. We Thank love you. it. Thank you. are a big fan, and we always and, enjoy um, seeing you there. And uh, we'll uh, look for even more in the future. Thank you. No, thank you.